Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 33 of Be With Me in the Book of Romans. Remember a little while ago when we started the Book of Romans and I said uh, Romans was like this big elephant of theology and we're, we're supposed to be eating that elephant that is taking a bite of it one at a time and God meant this elephant to be eaten. Well, today is a day where the what is on our plate today, it's a lot to swallow. It's a big theological, of big theological importance. So Lord, I pray for words to explain this. I pray for images, that you would give me images and give my brothers and sisters images to understand it. I pray for a heart that would appreciate and worship you for this. And I pray for the right call to, that we would be doing the right things in the next steps and that we would be accountable for this great information. Amen. All right. So we start Romans chapter 8 after finishing Romans chapter 7. Now Romans chapter 7 and all the verse and all the chapters before that for that matter kind of end us up to be what position do we find ourselves as we come into Romans chapter 8? Well, positionally basically wretched. Um wretched man that I am 724 and with this this spiritual person is frustrated and unable to you know meet the righteousness of of God on his own terms um, she stands condemned she stands convicted and without excuse even a non-believer has creation to to guide them in, in into knowledge of God and for those that are in the in the family of God in the Jewish family specifically oh my goodness totally without excuse because the the law reflects all this power and wonder of, of, of God, and so they are most without excuse. So positionally, we start in Romans chapter 7, verse 24. Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Speaking to the frustration uh, and the power of, of being exasperated with, you know, temptation and all the all the things that our heart leads us to. And then verse 25, last verse in chapter 7. Thanks be to God through our, through Jesus Christ our Lord. And he almost like, before he tells you what the answer to the problem, he tells you his response to the answer, which is thankfulness. Thanks be to God through Christ Jesus our Lord. And then he's going to tell you what he's going to do about this great information that's to follow. We don't even know the great information yet. So then I myself serve the law of God with my mind, but with my flesh I serve the law of sin. So he's going to do something with his mind here at the end. We'll get to that. All right, so eight, ch- chapter 8, verse 1, the, the uh, highlight verse of the whole book of Romans. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So this big change. You go from verse 24, wretched man that I am all frustrated, to being now not condemned if I'm in Christ, for those who are in Christ. And the answer to his question is, who's going to deliver me from this? How can I get out of this mess? And then we find out it's for those who are in Christ Jesus. Uh, so we go from this this position of war with God and waging war, verse 23 of 723, to those uh, at peace with God, for those who are in Christ. It's almost like, it's almost a poof kind of thing. It's almost like uh, this incredible grace that we're not 
you know, n- not worthy of, and it just is bestowed upon us. And what do we get with this? Verse 2, for the law of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ from the law of sin and death. He's gone on for seven chapters saying how you were in bondage to sin, how you're beholden to it, you're powerless to get it out, you're frustrated because the law just tells you you can't make it. And then here in verse 2, freedom. We are, you're set free in Christ Jesus. Again, this in Christ Jesus thing, we, which we're going to keep talking about. And for those who are in Christ Jesus, we find that they are not condemned. Wow. Going on. For God has done, so the intervention of God himself, for God has done what the law, weakened by the flesh, could not do, by sending his own son. So here's the big theology. If you want to, you know, have a mouthful of theology, this is it. By sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh. Verse 4, in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. So he does something with Jesus. God does this. He sends his son in the likeness of sinful flesh. Why? For sin. Then what happens? He condemns sin in the flesh. And then the result for us is that the righteous requirements of the law, which is perfection, might be fulfilled in us. So God God sends this deliver. He is the one that ends up being the being just and the justifier, as he's promised here in, in, in Romans. And God does what the law could not by sending his son in likeness of sinful flesh. Why? First sin resulting in wish in in what condemning sin in in the flesh so god fixes a problem that we are incapable of dressing ourselves so i want to ask what will you do about your sin and and we stand uncondemned if someone asked me that question i said well here's the way i'm going to do about my sin i stand uncondemned because i'm in in christ and he's condemned the skin the sin for me and positionally i am in christ by faith by confession, by belief, and I stand in his field of protection. I almost see, see this in my mind as like this force field of protection. You've got maybe the cross in there and Jesus in there, and the people of God running into this, this area. So what should we do with this information today that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ? Uh, we should agree with it. So first of all, let's set our minds, vote with our minds and say, I'm with him in this salvation. So on day one, that's called salvation. I am in Christ on day one. That's called salvation. Well, what about day two? Well, that's called this, the battle for my mind. We'll get to that a little bit tomorrow. But it's the sanctification process. Like the author here, he appreciates God. He says, I thank you for this. Before I even get started and tell you all the theology, I appreciate this. And let's just admire. Let's just stand back and say, Jesus has accomplished this and He's, you know, fixed this problem and the Father is for us and has in- invented this answer. And then we have the Holy Spirit indwelling and empowering us. I mean, this is just so far above our pay grade. This is, like I said, it's a lot to theologically swallow. So let's agree with God. Let's advance with God. Let's appreciate God. Let's admire him for this. And all of this, the whole thing is positionally we need to be found in him. We need to be in his force field. Uh, for those who are in Christ, Philippians 3.9 says, I, uh, 
gain Christ and be found in him. Verse 2, the law of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus, so let's be found in him. Thanks for listening.